0: G'day guys, it's Brandon Green here, coming at you live from Let's Go, Brandon Green.com studios and right now we're going to get into fascist David Pakman. Uh, he's saying, he's surprised and saying that Vivek Ramaswamy's interview with Sean Hannity goes really bad. And you know what? I doubt it. I fucking doubt it because anything that dude does like Trump never misses, rarely misses, man. I know a little bit about Vivek now, and it's um, the more you see him, the more you like him. And uh, he doesn't miss me. So let's get in to see what Pacman is picking nitpicking, see what's going on here. We have learned by observing Vivek
1: Ramaswamy, the 2024 Republican presidential candidate, that he has a penchant for saying one thing. And then later when he's asked about it, saying, I never said that, and then when it's quoted, He says the quote is out of context. And then when context is given, he says the context is wrong and it's being presented by left wing media or whatever the case may be. The epitome of this took place last night. This is really something. I think you're going to enjoy this. Vivek Ramaswamy appeared on Fox News with propagandist Sean Hannity. Now, Sean Hannity makes Vivek look quite bad. But the remarkable thing about this is that Hannity is doing this not in bad faith, but he's doing this cynically. Hannity wants to help Trump. Hannity is buddy-buddy with Trump. So, everything I'm about to show you here is Sean Hannity trying to help Donald Trump. That all being said, Vivek Hannity wants to pretty h- astutely Trump. points out the erratic and contradictory nature of just about everything Vivek Ramaswamy says. First and foremost, here is Vivek Ramaswamy saying: once we get our semiconductors under control, Then we bail on Taiwan. And Hannity goes, did you just say that? And Vivek goes, no, I didn't say it. And Hannity goes, you did. You just said it. Check this out.
2: So I'm the only presidential candidate in either party who has had the courage to say that I'm not going to embrace the one China policy, which is the posture of both political parties today, that I'm not going to just adopt strategic ambiguity. We can't afford that. We need to be clear that we will defend Taiwan. That's different from strategic ambiguity now. We have to defend Taiwan until we achieve semiconductor independence, at which point we resume our current posture of strategic ambiguity, which is exactly what the U.S. adopts today. Huh. So, Sean, All it's right, so let me reminding people that right now the I U.S.'s meant. position is a one-China policy.
3: Yeah. Let me ask you this. At what point, for example, if Russia wanted to put nuclear weapons uh, 90 miles south of our border in Cuba, we did have a Cuban Missile Crisis, what would your posture be there? In other words, if you're saying as long as Taiwan provides semiconductor chips, uh, we'll help them, but after that they're on their own?
2: No. Actually, Sean, and that's again how my position's been caricatured. I will remind you and everybody else that right now the United States... I'm listening. <laughs> no, it's not what I'm saying because well, I'll, 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 I'll give it to you very simply. Right now, the United States' policy towards Taiwan is a one China policy. Donald Trump was derided. He was made fun of for daring to pick up a phone call from the Taiwanese president. The United States of America <laughs> right now does not even recognize Taiwan as a nation. I view it differently. I am clear that we will defend Taiwan. I'm the only politician in either party that has.
1: Until we get our semiconductors under control. In 2028.
2: And then I would resume. Well, I would resume the current position of the United States (laughs) after we've achieved semiconductor independence.
1: Okay, so it's basically what Hannity is saying. You know, this is the thing we learned through my interview and others with Vivek. You can give him a quote out of a book he wrote. And he will somehow slip around it and say, well, but, you know, the media and partisanship and misquoting and lack of context and whatever. No, I thought
0: he cleaned Hannity it all up pretty Lee well. Another then. one
1: saying you said aid to Israel should end in 2028. And Vivek says that's false. And Hannity goes, here's a quote. I've got the quote. When you are putting Hannity in this position, you know, you're not making much
3: sense What were some of the issues. though. You know you said aid to israel our number one ally only democracy in the region should end in 2028 uh and that they should be integrated that's with
2: false.
3: their neighbors i have an exact quote you want me to read it
2: that's actually yeah you okay. i can tell you the exact quote what i said <laughs> is it would be a mark of success if we ever got to a point in our relationship with israel if israel never needed the united States aid. And Sean, you know how politics is played. A lot of the other professional politicians who have been threatened by my rise have used that statement to say that I would cut off aid to Israel.
1: All right. Now, whatever you think about aid to Israel, that's not what this is about. This is about the fact that Vivek Ramaswamy with a straight face and very articulately, right? You got to give the guy credit for it. He will just straight up say, no, 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 never said it. You've got the quotes. He doesn't care. He'll go on to something tangential. Hannity goes back and says, well. You said Israel shouldn't have preferential treatment. That's a quote. And he goes, Well, those are direct quotes from the fake news media. But, but so are they direct quotes or not, Vivek?
2: Travel to Israel. I have business partners in Israel. The reality is this by the end of my first term, our relationship with Israel will be stronger than it ever has been because I will treat it as a true friendship, ah. not just a transactional relationship. Then why did you say I that should not have preferential Abraham. treatment?
3: Why did you say that Israel should not have preferential not, treatment from sure. us?
2: That's a direct quote. Sean, I, I I understand. No, those are direct quotes from headlines summarized by opposition research fed to the fake news media. <laughs> so so
1: are are they direct quotes or not? It's a very
0: specific kind of... <laughs> yeah, he does seem a bit, a bit slippery, this a bit, doesn't he?
2: 2.0 is my top priority. Abraham, ah. Why
0: can't he just say, yeah, that was my stance then. It's now changed today as I'm speaking to you or explain the context. He's a bit slippery.
2: ...something really important for the US, which is to make sure that Iran never, ever, ever has nuclear capabilities. (laughs) That's important to the United States.
0: Notice that he's moved on to something different here. And This is... he's He really... I've noticed that Dave... Dave's pretty good today. What the fuck's going on with Dave today, man?
2: ...friends learn from each other. I would love Israel's...
0: Dave's making some sense today. I'm agreeing with Dave. (laughs) I haven't agreed with him for a long time, but yeah. ...in this country...
2: I would love an iron dome like Israel has to defend itself against Hamas, which is a good thing for Israel. I want something like that here in the United States. So I don't read from the traditional GOP talk.
1: All right. So he just goes on to filibuster more. And then just one more clip here in this one, Ramaswamy says, you know, our actions might be actually pushing Russia closer to China. And I have to tell you, Hannity rightly points out, no, but that
2: that's already something that is happening. It's not about our Ukraine policy, Sean. There's also a deeper point, which is that. I worry we are now driving Russia closer into China's arms. And They're the Russia-China alliance is the wow. single greatest threat that we face. And that's what well, I really it, worry about. It's and already I think that there. if there's an it's opportunity... It's Russia, China and
3: Iran. Well, a new axis exactly. of evil is formed. So the question
0: is... I agree with both Dave and Hannity. The, and
3: I, want I want to weaken it, it too. Um, and I'd love to
0: see... Vivek's just yeah. stating the obvious.
1: Pivik has said that he would, I guess, weaken it by giving parts of Ukraine to Putin... <laughs> And then going and visiting Putin. So this is less about the issues. You could look at some of what Ramaswamy is saying here, right? And remember, it's like pick and choose because the taking every position on every issue lets you just say, "Well, I liked what he said on this day, but not so much on that day." This is less about. What we actually, you know, th- there are elements of what Ramaswamy says where his most recent statement isn't crazy, and many of them that are
0: crazy. And this is exactly why we need Trump over Vivek Ramaswamy. And Ramaswamy can sit there in the background, hone his craft, learn, you know, new skills. He's doing a good job, but uh, it's Trump 2024 man.
1: on quotes. And he just talks about something else. He's talked about, well, you said this on Israel. He says, I would love to have an Iron Dome. It's not really the question. It's not what Hannity's pointing out. And so Hannity doing a fine.
0: And Hannity, man, trust that dude like he like he's someone that works for Fox. And, you know, trust Fox as if it's fucking in the same business as CNN. So that's my take on it all.